from the lake. Hey there, Patriots. I hope you're having a great day. I'm Melissa Red Pill the World. We're going to have fun today. As always, we look at the, all these events, <laughs> including the 17 posts and the President Trump tweets, truths, rather, in the light of God's Word, because this is literally biblical. I hope you're having a great day. Let's get going. If you're new, this is freedomforce.live. Check it out. I have just posted the other day some great videos, uh, some great information about the Supreme Court. So we're going to talk about that a little time bit. Uh, Greg Phillips had a great post. I want to make sure that you saw about that. It's gigantic. It really is monumental. This is going to turn it around. It's really defeating the deep state. We're also going to talk about this. Uh, President Trump keeps posting about Cassidy Hutchinson. Let's just see what he's saying about that and, and also the post about it. What? Let's try to put all that together as far as the plant. I also want to talk about the Law of War manual. Someone had asked me about that and you know what? Um, this is that something different is happening right now. And we, uh, the Geneva Conventions have kicked in. And so I want to make sure that you know about that because otherwise it really doesn't make any sense. I also wanted to uh, show you wonderful passages from Zechariah and Joel that show us that this is the day of our uh, great victory over our enemies. You're going to just love it. All right. So I think that's everything I wanted to uh, jump in here. Let me see, make sure everything's in order and let's go. So here is the first post about the EPA um, slapdown. I just posted a video about that. When you go to freedomforce.live, I'm all over the place today, aren't I? Anyway, when you go uh, over to freedomforce.live, as, as soon as you see uh, videos, videos with show notes and links will pop up and then you will, you will, uh, click right there and you will see all my most recent videos. I can't find a place to put myself. I don't belong anywhere. <laughs> Where do I need to be? Anyways, you scroll all the way down and on the right, you'll see all the most recent videos. And so the one I want you to look for is EPA slapdown. And so I have all the links that go along with that. It was just a quick 10 minute video, but it just tells you what is, what happened with this Supreme Court ruling and how it is so uh, monumental. I want you to hear specifically from um, our buddy Greg Phillips about that. So check it out. Most significant consequential ruling of, of maybe even my lifetime. Uh, for more than 100 years, Congress has ceded tough decisions to the executive branch. So the legislative branch ceding these tough decisions to the um, uh, to the to the to the administrative branch, right, or to the executive, and and what happens is you get all of these uh, unelected bureaucrats. They have nobody to, you know, to account to. Um, the presidents sometimes they get in there. They don't not really paying attention. They 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 see the decisions then to these departments. Next thing you know, you end up with um, mandation or mandated vaxes. You end up with, you know, crazy IRS rules. You end up with all manner of things that no one has ever um, um, really, really uh, spent any time debating. And so the entire government, everything that we know about the deep state and everything we know about what I used to call the shadow government, is really sort of embodied in all of these decisions here that that are that people are are making with and there's nothing we can do about it well now all of a sudden uh west virginia and a couple of big coal companies stepped in and, and to the epa and said you know what you can't make laws you can't force us to do this and uh and sure enough the supreme court agreed with them i believe the downstream impact to this is the beginning of the end of the deep state 
um, forcing people in Congress that are accountable to us, at least in terms of from election perspective, uh, and presidents that are accountable to us, um, and you know, take take this power out of the hands of the deep state, take the power out of the hands of these people, and absolutely, you know, just give it back to the people because that's what's going to fix America. I, I've never been more optimistic. I don't think. That's right. Me too. I've never been more optimistic. Thank you, Jeffrey. And thank you, Jeffrey Peterson and Shady Groove. Um, I put the link here right on truthsocial.com. My account is at 1000 years of peace. Okay. So definitely join with me over there at 1000 years of peace. And so I I have the link to the entire video where you can hear, um, uh, uh, Jeffrey and, and Shady Groove interview Greg Phillips and his take on this really, really, uh, Gigantic. He, as he said, it's the most consequential ruling of a hundred years. It's going to have a gigantic effect. To, to, and they know this. They know this. If you look at my video, you'll see that I had named it um, uh, EPA slapdown, but I also put on there by EPA, by IRS, by TSA, by CDC, by FDA. Goodbye to all of you unelected bureaucrats who are have been running roughshod over us for so long. So I'm very excited about that. So definitely check into those videos on freedomforce.live to catch up with that, as well as the one by, by, um, uh, by in the matrix. They are just such great patriots. Now let's jump into what's going on with this Cassidy woman. We know Cassidy Hutchinson now, like never before, we never met this woman. And now all of a sudden everybody knows her name, her face, and she, her name is basically mud now because everybody realizes that she either was lying or something's going on. Something's going on with it. So let's just try to piece it together. Um, so we, we saw that President Trump just posted last night what happened? All lies. I guess she even she didn't believe her own bull blank. <laughs> That's what he said on his uh, uh, on his truth. So either she switched sides because of greed and revenge. That's the story that's coming out. Oh, she was just, she just did this because nobody believes what she said. Okay. And they all know it was hearsay. Okay. So first of all, that, that was ridiculous. But, you know, was she really, you know, did she do this out of greed and revenge because President Trump didn't take her to, uh, to Florida? Or is she playing a role? Is she a plant? Okay. And not necessarily whether she's willing. I don't we don't know. We don't know. We're just trying to piece it together. And he's giving us some clues. Um, no doubt it showed how ridiculous the January 6th committee is and how they're just one-sided. And you can't have an investigation where you only look at one side. I mean, it's absolutely an echo uh, chamber. And so also to see if the mainstream media would fall for it and roll and run along with it. And no matter how ridiculous it sounded. And that's the thing that makes me wonder if she's playing a role. Because, because, because I mean, the, the story became just outrageously ridiculous that even anyone would be able to realize that it was fake. It was a lie. You know, he's reaching up for the steering wheel. I mean, it's just, you know, the, the memes have just been outrageous. Everybody, <laughs> he's doing an episode from, you know, Die Hard or something. He's racing down the road to, to the to the Capitol. I mean, it's really been quite fun to watch. But so is, is she a plant? Is she a, is she a white hat or a dark hat? That's been the continual question ever since this whole thing started. We know we're watching a movie and that patriots are in control. 
and bottom line to wake up the people. All right, so she, it says here also, so Cassie Hutchinson was all set and ready to go to Florida with the Trump team along, long after January 6th. She knew I did nothing wrong. She was a big Trump fan, but my people didn't want her. What happened? Why did she dramat- so uh, dramatically change? All lies. Okay, so this is the thing. Oh, I did. That's that. That's the whole quote. So, <laughs> you know what happened? He even asks, "What what happened? Is she is she a, doing this as an actress? It's just it's it's impossible to know. It really is. So yeah, here's <laughs> all these memes: Donald Trump to star in Fast and Furious Ten Capital Riot. I mean, look at this. These people are just having the biggest time with it. Um. So then I want you to see, though, the posts, because it's really, you know, that gives us more clues on what's really going on. What is at stake? And I don't think, I don't think he's really asking about for us on our side, because we know our freedom is at stake, our country's at stake. But what's at stake for them is that they could potentially lose and go to prison. They are desperate. And the reason I think it's talking about what's at stake for them is because when we read on further into the the post, um, who has control? Surprise witness. Who was surprised? Who will be surprised? Uh, You know, there's so many questions that that's how the 17 has always done it. Posting all these questions, it makes you wonder what is he, you know, what are the answers? He just leaves us to wonder sometimes and sit and, and think it forces us to think. Okay. So I'll, I'll just throw out my thoughts. Who was surprised? I think that they intended for us to be surprised at this surprise witness. And she's going to really, you know, put it, stick it to Trump and, 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 and expose him that he's, bad and whatever. That was their intention. It, As we know, they were surprised and it blew up in their face. I don't think that they expected her to go really off the rails like that. Anyway, and who will be surprised? I think everyone, I have a feeling, it, it, I have a feeling everyone will be uh, after this is all over, all said and done. Use your logic. Can emotions be used to influence decisions? Okay. So who's being emotional? Who is it? Now, she supposedly maybe Cassidy was emotional and she was doing this because she wasn't taken to Florida. And so she's mad. She wants to get back at Trump. I think that what he's talking about here is the uh, the January 6th committee, the cabal, the ones who are trying to maintain their power. And they are emotional and they're they're just grasping at straws and they grasped at, at Cassidy Hutchinson. And now it's, it's, instead of helping them, it actually blew up in their face and really didn't, it it revealed what they were really doing, you know, to everyone. I mean, this has been all over social media. Even the people who were completely asleep probably saw something about this. Um, because that's, that's, (laughs) that's the genius of Trump is he's always having, uh, he knows how to manage the media. It's really, that's how he won the first time and a second, and we'll continue to win and win and win. Um, uh, and if he wasn't winning, they wouldn't be panicking. Okay, define plant. How do you insert a plant? Can emotions be used to insert a plant? Who is Cassidy Hutchinson? Okay, so 
they have been very emotional. They knew that the ratings were down. No one was watching the January 6th committee. They were wanting everyone to watch this and, and all join together to, so they would have cover to, to, we've got to arrest Trump and indict him and throw him, you know, in prison, you know, that type of thing. He's responsible for this terrible insurrection on, uh, on the Capitol. So this was from their emotions and they made a stupid move and they had this girl come up and it, what it appears from this post is that she was being put there to say the most outlandish things. That's what it looks like, because that's certainly what she did, and that she was planted there. Now, I don't, I can't imagine that white hats are not in control. Even the second line says, who has control? So it would seem to me that this was all planned. And then this morning, he posted, President Trump posted, um, let me see, I, I reposted it. Let me see if I can... I have so many posts out here. Maybe it's on here. Ah, I've got too many posts. <laughs> Definitely come over there and join us because that's where all the good stuff is happening. Um, all right, so hits, he said, okay, how did the great state of Arkansas ever have a total rhino stiff like Asa Hutchinson as their governor? Any relationship to Lion Cassidy Hutchinson? Another real loser. Okay, so I know on the surface of it, he's calling them out, saying that they're no good, they're no, they're they're uh, lying and they're uh, rhinos and all that. Maybe they are, maybe they are, but maybe Asa is, maybe she's not. I, we don't know. I'm just wanting to throw that out there that she potentially is involved in this um, this big military operation. Who knows if maybe Asa Hutchinson is uh, a white hat and that his daughter got in this position to work with Mark Meadows, you know, because of this. And she was used because they're saying, hey, who can we get? Who can we get to lie against President Trump? And they're like, oh, yeah, this girl worked for Mark Meadows and she's ready to, to speak, to talk dirt on him, on President Trump. Right. And so they, it fell right into President Trump's trap. That's what makes the most logical sense to me. And he even said here, you know, um, use your logic. You know, Mark Meadows is going to have someone who's not a real, you know, uh, you know and they're going to be right, I mean, literally five steps away from President Trump and they're not the real deal all this time. It makes more sense to me, especially with all the crazy outlandish things that she said, that it was a plant, that she was put there to, to expose what they do because they're trying. It doesn't make any sense to me that President Trump would just be flat-footed and wouldn't have anything, any play in, in place, uh, and they're going to just go over there and, and lie about him and put it all over media and all that, and he wouldn't have any, anything that he was doing. No, that doesn't make sense to me. And I think that he would not, he would have her in control. I mean, the whole thing, I just feel like after this is all over that all these people who've been, uh, in these roles will have to, you know, have show the credits and all go up and take a bow for all that they have done. Maybe some people will never know their role, but some of these that are like this outlandish one, I think she's going to want her good name back and say, I was doing this to show them that this, how, how unfair this whole, uh, whole trial was. You can't call it a trial, but you know what I'm talking about. This whole malarkey. All right, now let's go to the Department of Defense Law of War Manual. Okay, strap yourself in because it's 1,236 pages. It's going to take us a while to read this. This is, um, someone asked me, well, what is really going on? They sent me an email 
And uh, I can't always read the emails, but this one was pointed out to me to, to see if I could respond, if I would respond to it. And basically saying, okay, either A or B is true. One is that President Trump lost the election and that and that uh, Biden truly got in and that's he's the real president and the Supreme Court's you know, all this is just the facts or B that devolution is going on and which I'm not an expert on devolution but that this is a military operation and in which case then the Supreme Court basically the, the point this person was making is that the Supreme Court is not in effect because this is um you know, all of this is, uh, is not a legitimate authority basically. Okay. So I said, well, but there's, there's option three, which people don't really talk about. And I've done a couple of videos on it. Um, at various times, different people have talked about the department of defense law of war manual. And I find it very interesting that on the board, it talks about 11.3. Here's the chapter 11. Like I said, it's 1200 pages. We're not going to read the whole thing, but where we focus is the military occupation chapter is chapter 11. And so 11 is a very, uh, basic 11 is the, um, the number for awakening, the great awakening. So I don't find this coincidental that this, a law of war manual would say that a military occupation is chapter 11 with this great awakening. And so all of this goes coincides with the Geneva Conventions. And, you know, we have not had military occupations in our country. We have really not had war on our soil here in America, but in other countries they have. And so we, have to, we haven't we have really had to think through, unless you're in the military, um, we have not had to think through what do you do in this situation? Who what Who's running the government during a, a time of war? Who runs the police department? Who runs the fire department? Who runs the courts? Are these things a, a valid... Uh, uh, cases, uh, the, the, the rulings in these cases, are they valid, um, you know, during a time of war? Okay. So, and, and, and the reality is this, this goes into all the details. Okay. Look at this. It says, uh, let me see, I can make it a little bit bigger. Um, when the military occupation applies, the end of military, of the position of the occupying power, the, um, I'm sorry, did I say that? I missed one. Eleven dot three. End of occupation and duration of GC obligations, as in GC is in Geneva Conventions. This is a um, the worldwide that they said. Okay, whenever anyone, any nation has a war, this is how you know you have to do it so that you know you don't aren't held up on uh, crimes against humanity. Uh, you know, uh, in time of war. So I said, this is how you've got to do it. You've got to make sure that the people have what they need, that the food is not prevented from getting to the people, the supplies are not prevented from getting to the people, that they still have this, this um, the services that they need for the police and fire and all of that. So it's not absolute mayhem. You cannot have it during a wartime where it's absolute mayhem. That's the whole point of the Geneva Conventions. And then the Law of War Manual goes you know, into more detail on how we deal with these things. Anyway, but 11.3 is what was on the, has been on the board many times. And you're like, what, what is 11.3? And many people thought it was a, a date, which I would not disagree. Maybe 11.3 is about, um, you know, this election in November 3rd, right? Okay. So, but I think more importantly, 11.3, when you read the different posts, it's talking about some, this is a major, um, uh, change. And basically 11.3 is where it talks about that these people, we, we take back our country, we take back, uh, the control and that these usurpers are, uh, are prosecuted. 
Okay, so that's really what uh, the Law of War Manual 11.3 talks about. So, for example, here it says... Um, 11.3, Huber made a sealed indictment. 11.3, Podesta indicted. Uh, 11.3, upon the arrest announcement of Mr. Podesta. I mean, several of these, you know, talks about this. Uh, 11.3 verifies as the first marker. Okay, let's just talk, let's just be honest. There's no one in this country, hardly, and they know some things are crazy that are going on, but they aren't saying that we're under martial law and, and a military occupation and a war. But that's what—that's the truth. That's really what's going on, you know. And 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 seventeen even said this on the board that you know people people if they knew that that was what was going on they would panic, they would panic. Okay. So, but as we know that um, uh, you know things are going according to the Geneva Conventions and the military occupation, which is not something that's going to happen. It's something that's happening right now. Is not they're not going to allow people to be harmed. They're not going to allow them to take down our power grid. They're not going to allow them to, to stop the food. They're not going to allow them to do the things that they would potentially want to do. And, and truly, the Geneva Conventions does kind of hold them in check because they don't want to be held. Um, some of them know that they're going <laughs> to they're gonna pay dearly. But the other ones don't want to have that egregious of consequence for their actions. So they're not playing along with something that that uh, dramatic where people would have not have uh, power, et cetera. All right. So I want you to see that uh, this is from the, from the boards. We've always looked at 11.3. Like, what is this talking about? And I really do think that primarily points to this 11.3 end of occupation and the duration of Geneva convention uh, obligations. So again, it goes back into what, who's the occupying power. I'll show you that just in a second, but anyway, you can read through this just so uh, I'll make sure you have the link on this uh, site, uh, on, in, in, this, um, in this video, but bottom line, and just always go down, when you see the video posted on Rumble or BitChute or wherever it's posted, you'll see the link that will take you to all the other uh, links, okay? Because I don't normally put all the links, I don't, use, I don't ever do that. I don't always put all the, the links in the description in Rumble. It's just too much. But I always make sure you have all the backup of everything that I'm talking about. So let me just show you here, 11.3.1 is talking about a belligerent occupation ceases when the conditions for its applications are no longer met. This is that 11.3, okay? So let's start at the very beginning. The status of belligerent occupation ends when the conditions for its application are no longer met. Certain Geneva Conventions obligations with respect to occupied territory continue for the duration of the occupation after the general close of military operations. So my opinion is that we are the ones who are having this military operation against this, uh, this um, territorial power. The territorial power has taken over this territory of uh, Washington, D.C., District of Columbia, and we are taking it back. We're saying you are not going to rule our country through this territory of the Washington, D.C., and that's what we're doing. We're the belligerent power. We're saying we're, we are, we're, we're going to not, we're, we'll stop at nothing until we remove you from this, this seat. And the problem is that they have infiltrated all throughout the country. They've used this uh, the the District of Columbia territory to to permeate to infiltrate every uh, every county all the way down into you know, not only the states but every county. Okay, so then they've been doing this for so long, and that's what goes along with what he was saying, uh, what Greg Phillips was saying. With this, this is such a huge um, departure from 
what they've always done. They've always had it where they are the ruling power. They get to choose, make these decisions. If they want to have these, um, these, uh, um, uh, unelected bureaucrats rule through these agencies, then that's just what they do. But now the the Supreme Court said, no, you can't. So that tells you we are little by little getting the power and the authority back to us as the, as the belligerent occupation. We're saying, no, you're not going to do that. We're taking these powers back to the people. This is what President Trump said when he was inaugurated. This is um, you know, we're going, we're, this is not, this is not just an ordinary happening. We're, we're ceding power back to the people. Okay. So you, little by little, it doesn't happen like a light switch. It happens little by little by little. And that's what we're seeing. Okay. And also that just keeps everyone safer and, and, um, a lot less, uh, a lot less stressful than it would be if it was more of a ripping off the Band-Aid. All right, so I'll read a little bit more of this uh, from the Law of War Manual, 11.3.1. This is on page um, 769. Um, In particular, as discussed below, the status of belligerent occupation ceases when the invader no longer factually governs the occupied territory or when a hostile relationship no longer exists between the state of the occupied territory and the occupying power. Okay, so we are the ones who are taking it back. And so you know, the question is, who, which one factually governs? They, you know, we've been saying we're taking power back, but we have not been able to factually govern because they have had still control of the courts and the this and the that and the other, right? And so now we are, there's, they are losing that power. We are now fact, starting to factually govern. Case in point is the Supreme Court. Okay. So yeah, so read more about this. It's, it's, uh, and there are, there are some videos on there that I've seen online that are actually more confusing, uh, because they are saying that, um, you know, that, that we are the territorial power. That's not true. That the bad guys, the, the deep state cabal is the territorial power. All right. Um, let me see if there's anything else. So I wanted to show you before we, before we go, there's one area in here and I don't know if I can find it, but there was one area I wanted to say, I wanted to say it was 11.11. Let me just super quick scroll down to 11.11. And I think that was the place where it talked about that this is when the um, their, the arrests would take place. Let's see if I can get down there. My little finger will roll fast enough. Okay, let's see. 11.11. Okay, ordinary courts, authority to suspend ordinary courts. Okay, criminal law and occupied territory. Um, the rules to, on judicial proceedings. Um, the, in particular, the penal laws for the occupied territory shall remain in force during the occupation with the exception that they may be repealed or sus- suspended by the occupying power where they constitute a threat to its security or an obstacle to the application of the Geneva Conventions. All right, so, and that's, you know, again, trust me on this one. <laughs> President Trump is following the Geneva Conventions. The people at the top who, who know what's going on, as in the cabal, uh, you know, that President Trump is fighting. They all know. And if he was not following the Geneva Conventions to the letter, they would hold him up on, on a military tribunal for across the entire world. But can he come out and say to the American people, oh, just by the way, we're at war with the deep state cabal, and that's why all this stuff is going on, and I have to do it this way. I mean, he can't say that. You know, who would, no one would understand it, okay? And they would revolt and all that. And Cuban uh, said that. All right, but there's some place in here. I have to, when I find it, I'll try to post it 
maybe a little later, but it was talking about maybe it's 11.11.3. Maybe that's it. Anyway, somewhere it says that um, may hand over the accused. Okay, here we go. I think this is it. 11.11.3, properly constituted non-political military courts in occupied territory in case of a breach of the penal provisions promulgated by the occupying power by the virtue of the second paragraph. The occupying power may hand over the accused to its properly constituted non-political military courts on condition that these courts sit in the occupied country. Courts of appeals shall preferably sit in the occupied country. So I think at, right in here at 11.11.3, Dot three is where it starts talking about that these people will be arrested and put into military tribunals and, uh, and, 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 and held accountable for their actions. Anyway, the point, my main point is even it, some of, some of these things don't add up all the time. And it's because we are following the department of defense law of war manual, according to the Geneva conventions. And it's quite, quite complex but they make a um, they make rules of how exactly all this is supposed to happen. Like it says, the movement of persons in, persons in the occupied territory, the protection of children in the occupied territory, the food and the supplies in the, in the for the civilian population, the public health and hygiene, the spiritual assistance. All these things have to continue so that the people have what they need. And so it's you know during this time of military occupation. All right. I hope that's helpful. Um, let me see if there's, okay. Yeah. Here's, that's more of the 11.3 on the board. This one, I'm not going to say it, but right here, <laughs> this letter right here. All right. So then I love this. I just love this. I love that our president is so open about his faith and it's just, he's not real religious at all. He just is so genuine and so dear. I love it. He was at this time, he was at the, um, at the, uh, Illinois, um, rally and this lovely family had lost their, their dear loved one. And he was talking about how their loved one was, uh, looking down from heaven and, and, and watching over them. It was so beautiful. And he blew, he says, he's with God and he gave God a, a kiss into the air. Isn't that beautiful? Let me see if I can get this to play. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for being here too. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? I love it. I just love him so much. I know you guys do too. All right. So I want you to see um, this amazing passage in Zechariah. If you haven't read my book, I hope you'll check it out. It's uh, right there, End Times Major Clues from Minor Prophets. And it's the sequel to End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace, where I talk about this is no doubt it. And I, I don't know of anyone else who's really bringing out the these uh, truths about the end times. There's so many who say this is end times and it's revelation, but they're saying that the beast is going to take over. I'm like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. The beast is already taken over and we are kicking them out. We're finally awakening and we're realizing what they've been doing and we're all rising up against them. That's the point. That's the gigantic point. But th look at this in uh, Zechariah chapter 12. It says, on that day, anyway, I, I break this all down. Oh, real quick. Um, I also, when you go to freedomforce.live and when you see the audiobooks, I've got the audiobook right here, audiobooks and scripture songs. So go to the audiobooks and see, and you can see more and I, I go into more detail than I can do on, you know, a video, but, um, I do have lots of videos, but at least in the book, it's all in one concise place. But here in Zechariah chapter 12, he said, um, 
Oh, I just read, I want to read the whole thing. Anyway, on that day, the Lord says, the Lord, I will cause every horse to panic and every rider to lose his nerve. This is talking about the cabal. This is talking about Shifty Shift and Nancy Pants and, and, you know, Soros and all of them. They are realizing we are after them. We are awake and we're not stopping. We just will not stop until they're destroyed. Not that every man, woman, and child is awake, but the ones of us who are, are not playing at all. And all these horses and riders are panicking and they're losing their nerve. I'll watch over the people of Judah, but I will blind all the horses of their enemies. They are being blindsided. And this was a perfect case in point with this whole thing with this Hutchinson. They didn't see what was coming. All right. That's so fun. And the clans of Judah will say to themselves, the people of Jerusalem have found strength in the Lord of heaven's armies, their God. No doubt about it. Am I right? You guys, we have found strength in the Lord. We've found under strength, not only in, in, you know, uh, courage, but also just strength of understanding. We have found strength. We've found understanding. We've found, uh, clarity. We've found uh, hope. We found everything we need to fight this battle in the, in the Lord of heaven's armies, their God. On that day, I will make the clans of Judah like a flame that sets a wood pile ablaze or like a burning torch among the sheaves of grain. They will burn up all the neighboring nations right and left while the people living in Jerusalem remain secure. Oh, wow. I love it. There's so many passages that talk about us setting this, this, uh, this ablaze. And we are, it's like, all, everything's just become stubble. I'll show you that in Joel chapter two, but there's, I just thought of this really fun story. It was in, um, Oh goodness. Where is that? That story. But it was, uh, the, the bad guys or guys, I don't know, whatever they'd come in and they had, had attacked because they put on the foxes, they had attached little, uh, um, torches onto the tails of these foxes and the foxes ran through their grain field and and set it ablaze they didn't go running around to do it they sent the foxes out there and they ran into the field of course they were <laughs> literally lit on fire they're running through this field and they destroyed all these fields of grain and that's what we're doing we're doing this by the tr- sharing the truth we're just sharing the truth everywhere we go. Like I was telling you last night, I was sharing the truth about uh, about this, the jab with my friend and, you know, just lit up the truth for him so he would be able to not put himself in danger anymore. We do this on topic after topic after topic after topic. On that day, I will make those clans like a flame that sets a wood pile ablaze or like a burning torch among the sheaves of grain. Like a little fox, you guys are running around like a little fox. I'll find that video and I'll, uh, that 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 clip and I'll record it. I'll put it onto the social media so you guys can hear it. But yeah, we are just going this way and that way, and we are lighting up their lies and destroying them. That's what we're doing. They will burn up all the neighboring nations right and left, while the people of living in Jerusalem, God's people, remain secure. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. I love it. Okay. So then the other thing is I want you to see in Joel, how it's so similar. You see, I was saying it's everywhere. Look at this in Joel chapter two. Look at them as they leap along the mountaintops. Look, listen to the noise they make, like the rumbling of chariots, like the roar of fire sweeping across a field of stubble or like a mighty army moving into battle. That's what we're doing. We are this mighty army all working together even though sometimes we don't always get along. <laughs> we're all we're all fighting the same bad guys, even though we are always, not always on the same page, but we are all fighting the this, this, this same bad guys. 
and like a roar of sweeping, uh, a roar of fire sweeping across a field of stubble. We are burning up every one of their lives, just one after another after another, like those little foxes. Isn't that fun? And then look at this. I love this. In Roman, uh, sorry, Revelation chapter 16, it's, he says that um, all these, all these um, uh, judgments are coming against these evil doers, these Baal worshipers. And so we are, we are destroying them. And so it, uh, I don't want you to be afraid of Revelation chapter 16. It's not, not, not the Lord coming to indiscriminately destroy humanity. I don't care how many videos and movies and preachers say that. That is not, not, not the truth. That is not true. And it makes me crazy. But anyway, um, the, the truth is they are, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because look here, when it says, uh, in verse six, you are just, O Holy One, who is and who always was, because you have sent these judgments. Since they shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, you have given them blood to drink. It is their just reward. It's talking about these. He's telling us this. This is coming against the evildoers. Those those who you know they've had blood to drink because that's what they would do. So disgusting. But yeah. So this is against them. And this is what we are doing to them. And the Lord is using us to pour out this judgment on them because we expose them everywhere, every day, all the day long. That's what we do. And so they can't, and they can't stop us. We share everything that President Trump says they can't stop because we, we can tell someone, we can truth it out, we can tweet it out, we can Facebook it out, we can meme it out, we can whatever which way we do it. Okay, and all of us working together. And I love, love, love our Freedom Force Battalion. So in verse 4, it says, the angel, the third angel poured out his bowls, his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. And I heard the angel, oh, let's see, let's see, hang on. All, okay, here's the, uh, the other one. So Anyway, that's, that's part of the, of the they're, everything that we're doing is just making them so mad and destroying them. Everything they try blows up in their face. And um, it says here, this is the one I was going to show you. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, causing it to scorch everyone with its fire. And I really think more than, more than the physical sun, I really think this is just, we're burning them up. <laughs> We're burning them up with the truth. They can't stop us from sharing this truth. Everyone was burned by this blast of heat and they cursed the name of God. It's not about heat. It's, what does that symbolize? The heat of this truth. The heat of this truth. And it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And they can't stop us. Um, and, and the Lord has control over these plagues, but they did still did not repent of their sins and turn to God and give him glory. As we see, just like this January 6th committee, they just keep going. They keep redoubling their efforts. They don't say, you know what, we're, we were wrong. Trump never did anything. He was, he's righteous. He, he's just trying to save you guys from, from the bad guys. No, they won't say that. They just keep trying another way and another way and another way. Hey, Papa. Um, they, they just try every which way. Okay. Um, uh, they just try every which way that they possibly can. Last thing, I wanted you to see this. I was going to tell you at the beginning, right when we were singing, I guess I'll play our song again, our, our wonderful song of uh, I'm Proud to be an American. And, you know, even if you're not an American, you are, let's see, where was it? I'm going to go back and see if I can get that song again. Okay, um, is that it? No. Hang on, you guys, bear with me. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. All right. So um, we are all, in one sense, Americans. Anyone who is is 
is a, a person of humanity, a person of freedom, a person who wants to be free in their own land. You are really an American. And if you look back there, that Omer uh, is, is, the, is, the, is the celebration we just finished on the day of Pentecost, where wherever you are as an Israelite, when you celebrate the counting of the Omer, you're saying this is the bundle of blessing for humanity where we are all free. We're all Americans. Okay. So it's not about necessarily having to be living in America. So you just be uh, aware that you are part of this amazing um, uh, blessing of the Amer- of America, wherever you are. As long as uh, freedom is ringing in your heart, right? Um, but this is where the, we came from. This really cool passage. I've got vis- videos on Daniel chapter seven, so you can look at my freedomforce.live and watch videos about that if you want to. But in verse four, it says the first beast was like a lion with eagle's wings. Now the this I believe is talking about England and how they had colonized and how they had ruled and taken over and done all this all, all over, over the world. But we we truth uh, freedom fighters were plucked out of that. We came out of that. The Lord delivered us out of that and says, okay, I'm going to make a nation out of these wings that are on this lion. And the the wings are pulled off and it was left standing with its two hind feet on the ground like a human being. And in another place it says, oh, it was given a human mind. What is this talking about? We're in these wings, this eagle's wings, which clearly is, represents America, we're no doubt the eagle, right? And it, which goes back to the tribe of Dan, which I'm not going to go into, but if you go into my Lost Tribes of Israel playlist, you'll really love that. But we we have two hind feet and we stand on the ground as if to say this is, we are free men and women the, on the land. The land is a representation of um, of humanity's freedom to stand as, as a free person with the, with the God given rights to be free. Okay. Um, and that's what we're celebrating. That's what we're celebrating right now. The freedom. We want it for everybody, not just in America. We want it for everybody. Um, and we were, uh, given a human mind humanity, a mind for all of humanity to be free and at peace and, um, and, you know, Go where they want to go, say what they want to say, do what they want to do. Obviously, within <laughs> within legal bounds, but we're we are not under their thumb and under their tyranny and under their satanic rule. That's what it is. And I just wanted you to see, in case you didn't know about America being in the the Bible, this is America right here, and that we have been given this this great task, this great blessing, this great. Um, uh, what's the word he always uses? President Trump always uses this. He's like, we have a great destiny to help to set America free. We are the bundle of grain of Joseph that set the other brothers free. Remember the, the their bundles of grain bowed down to J, uh, Joseph's bundle of grain. We are America. We are the tribe actually of Manasseh, and it's actually on President Trump's um, presidential seal. No doubt, this is our destiny. We are we have been given a human mind to think for ourselves, to be free people, 
under our God-given rights. And I just wanted you to see that. It's very exciting. So definitely go and check out the book and also check out the audio book because I know, you know, it's a lot easier during your commute or whatever to listen to it. And it's probably going to take a couple of times. But once you listen to Habakkuk and Zechariah and all these, you'll, oh, you'll be so excited. There's no doubt about it. This is our great day. And you won't be afraid of Revelation ever anymore. So let's sing this one more time and then we're going to jet out of here. I know I'm free and I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee across the plains of Texas oh from sea to shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA where there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say blessing. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord, for giving us our country. Thank you for this 4th of July. Thank you for us being able to see this deliverance of our, of our country and not only ours, but all over the world. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this amazing blessing to, to, to be awake and aware of what's going on and to be in this great fight for humanity and uh, that you've given us this mind of a man, this human mind, so that we can uh, be free. Lord, I thank you for delivering us from the hands of our enemies that were too strong for us, but you are, uh, are the great deliverer. You are the one who's delivering us from the plots and schemes of the wicked one. We praise you forever, and we're so thankful that you will rule on this earth for a thousand years and on and on and on. We pray all these things in your wonderful name, King Jesus Amen. I love you guys. I didn't mean to get all like that. I love you guys. And I will talk to you later.